0: Were you going to make this a Valentine's Day special somehow? Yeah, sure. Let's just say it is. Okay. I think people are going to like seeing the specials in our catalogue when they're scrolling through for things to listen to. Ah, I know. I'll listen to one of the specials. Yeah. Those are always good. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the Valentine's Day special because it's coming out near Valentine's Day. There'll be romance. George is answering. Never mind, I think it's someone asking for his mum. Okay, bye. There's going to be romance, there's going to be poems, there's going to be sound effects, music. Yep. An extravaganza. This is today's episode we're talking about. Yes. Well, we've had a few specials before, haven't we? Oscar special. World Cup special. World Cup special, yeah. Christmas special, Halloween special. Yeah, so you can put them all in a folder, probably find on the website or something, and you can gorge on them to your heart's content. Just like a box of Chalkies. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like that. Oh, yeah, don't Joggy, me. jockey, jockeys. Someone get you those for Valentine's Day? Did they? Yeah, yeah. You say yes? No, because I'm shaking my head as I said it. Okay, right. So these chocolates don't even exist. Wow. Well, they might. Wow. All right. Well, that's enough talk about specials. Why don't we dive into a special then? me, Fred. You've got a hypothetical situation that you want me to dive headfirst into? I've got a Valentine's-themed hypothetical question for you to gorge on. Okay. You are at a marble competition. You have brought your best and shiniest marbles. I do you lo- love marbles so much? And who should walk in but Gary Fuck, your rival? <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, nerd, he sneers as he walks to his gleaming marbles. Mm. Ha <laughs> Oh, Gary, I do declare giggle his squad of sexy cheerleaders <laughs> you sigh you have come second in all of your 250 marble competitions to gary no one has ever figured out how to defeat him just as you are forlornly shining your marbles an old man in a lab coat walks over to you listen boy he says and listen good that there boy gary has many weaknesses but he only has one strength deal with that and you'll beat him <laughs> What He vanishes. If he's got many weaknesses, why don't I just focus on those? You only have 30 minutes to go. It sounds rubbish. You only have 30 minutes to <laughs> One go. One strength. You only have 30 minutes to go until the judges make their decision. What do you do? Sorry, okay, hang on. Maybe I wasn't paying attention enough. What is this competition? It's about who has the shiniest marbles. What is it? You're presenting your marbles to the judges, and they're going to judge who's got the best marbles. Right. So so you've I'm made them myself. You've been in 250 of these competitions so far. So you shouldn't know what you're doing. How many have I won? None. You've come second in all of them to Gary. <laughs> okay, so I'm doing quite well. I'm the second best at presenting marbles in the world. Well, it, in the county. There's a county. Is it Mississippi? No, it's London. Why is everyone from the Deep South? Apart from Gary, fuck, and me. <laughs> all those cronies and the lab, lab man are there. <sighs> you're already asking completely the wrong questions on how to solve this. Okay, it's fine, you know. That's not a problem. Emigration, immigration exists. Maybe they've just come to live here. Yes. You know, they're fed up of the Deep South. They've swapped fried chicken for fish and chips. Sure. So you're in a bustling convention hall. The clock is ticking. It's 30 minutes. Yes. And what do I have to do? <laughs> you have to identify Gary's one strength and deal with it. How am I going to do that? How am I going to identify Gary Fuck's one strength? I already gave you a clue. Oh, right. What was that then? What? it's not a clue if I just tell you. It's not a clue if you tell me the clue. I already told you the clue. So I'm on my own. It's just me in this show. Yeah. I don't have any cronies like Gary does. No. I don't have a team of cheerleaders. No. Are they his one strength? Maybe. The love and support that his cheerleaders give him. Maybe, yes. Getting somewhere. But not there. No, well, you're basically there, yes. Okay, so something to do with cheerleaders. So I've got to get rid of them. Or get my own. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. So somewhere in London, right? Yeah. This is in a Mayfair, the Mayfair Ritz, let's say. Well, cheerleaders are probably quite hard to come by in London, even in England as a whole. There are a lot of groupies at marble conventions. But do I have any fans if I'm just coming second 249 times to Gary? There are seven men from Rwanda who've come and they've got a banner that says your name but it's spelt wrong. Right. And is the band in support of me, though? No. Um, they think it is, but it just says your name. Oh, spelt wrong. If they think it's to support me, then it is. Yeah. Okay, so I have some cheerleaders as a man from but, Rwanda. No, because they're a tribe that doesn't show any emotion. So they just stand there holding it, stony-faced. Uh, one of those tribes. Staring at you the entire time. One of those well-known tribes from yes, Rwanda. That's right. <laughs> who don't show any emotion. <laughs> Classic, okay. And who, who follow international Marvel competitions. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying they're not even any use. Oh, I didn't say that. No, that's true. Well, why don't they go over, start hobnobbing with these uh, fuck cheerleaders. Excuse me? The cheerleaders be- belonging to or associated with Gary Fuck. Oh, okay, yes. How are they going to win them over without showing any emotion? That's exactly how they're going to do it. Oh, wow. Wow. You guys are so impressive. Where are they from? They're from the deep south of the world, aren't they? They're from Brixton. No, they're not. <laughs> they said, I do declare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brixton accent. Well, as I live and breathe, it's one of them their tribes from <laughs> Rwanda? Well, that's a good start. They obviously have heard of them. Yeah, so they're sort of fascinated. But Maybe they've been to other marble conventions. Gary Fuck is keeping them on a short leash. Literally or just metaphorically? No, no just metaphor. Gary Fuck is a bit of an evil guy, so I wouldn't put it past him. You know, he wasn't born with that name. He earned that name. <laughs> if you say so. Yes, yeah, so they start hobnobbing. They get on like a house on fire. They go to the um, the restroom. Okay, why? Why? Yeah. Why does anyone go to the restroom? To go to the loo? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so when you say they, do you mean all of the cheerleaders and the Rwandan men? Yes, they've all been hobnobbing for so long, eating their hobnobs. That's a biscuit. That's where the phrase comes from actually no it's probably the other way around and drinking that orange squash oh look at the time we've been hobbobbing for two hours we're desperate for the toilet how has it been two hours I've only given you half an hour to do this (laughs) oh right that's right okay fine they've been doing it for half an hour but they've been drinking so much squash they're so nervous they're getting so excited about meeting these opposing people from different cultures yeah Uh, their mouths are getting really dry so they've been drinking loads of orange squash to compensate so now they're desperate for a piss yeah so they go off to the toilet. That takes them both out of the equation. Right, okay. So you and Gary are now head-to-head without any cheerleaders or fans yep. for the next two minutes, just as the judges are coming round. And that, that's how long the competition lasts. As in, yeah, at the end of those two minutes, it will all be over. Yeah. Right? They'll reach their decision. Yeah, okay, yeah. But Gary's no fool. Uh, he knows he needs his cheerleaders. Right. they his one strength. <laughs> okay. So he takes advantage of one of his many weaknesses. How does he do that? Juggling. He's really bad at it. And he offers to juggle your marbles. <laughs> hey, George. Let me juggle these for you. He starts <laughs> throwing them. He's terrible. He drops them on the floor. Okay, well, he's disqualified. A big scratch is now on your best marble. No one will ever believe you, he says. I mean, everyone saw, but in this massive hall with people milling about. No one saw. Why did I just let him do it in the first place? One of his many weaknesses is being noticed. He's terrible at it. Okay, right. So no so one, no one noticed... saw, no one noticed this except for you. Right. Do you see why he's so dangerous? What are people going to notice? His, his marble many weaknesses display? coming. This is why you couldn't target him on his many weaknesses. Are people going to? Are people going to notice his marble display? Yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't that convenient? <laughs> because the cheerleaders uh, helped him with it. All his marbles have cheerleaders' faces on. So that counts as his strength, coming into play, then? doesn't sound like the Marble Committee will like that. Uh, Well, it's one Pretty sure they're traditionalists. Uh, Wow, coming from the guy who's just lost 250 to this guy, I don't think you're in any position to talk, okay, pal? Sounds like a second-placer, talking there. Do I have any strengths? Yeah, it's just you, as you are now. What are your strengths? I don't know. I can just pile marbles on top of each other, as good as the next guy. No wonder you keep losing. Yeah, I mean it's... Oh, here come the judges. You're going to have to do something about your, your scratched marble. Right. It's well, not looking good. That was your best marble. That okay. was your shot at winning. It's fine. I've got a plan. This is going to be a work of art. Okay. I get the scratched marble. I put it in the middle of my centrepiece, whatever that is. Your centrepiece is Jonah and the whale, but marble themed. Right, okay. But is, is it on a table or a pedestal or something? It is on a a sort of platform. It's like, like a wedding cake. Okay, it's on the surface, right. So I get the scratch marble, I put it in the middle. Get the other ones, and I make some space. A foot th- either side, circular, around the scratch marble. Put all the other marbles around it so that it's isolated in the middle. Okay. Racism. Discrimination. <laughs> prejudice. Wow. Marbles. So are you saying that to me or to the judges or...? Both. Wow. Well, one of the judges actually has met... A black man before. <laughs> and he's really touched by this. he met him just go, going in, out yeah, of the no bathroom. Yeah, the a, toilet. <laughs> in toilet. And he's really impressed by that. Yeah. Well, that's good. Okay, so that's one out of the three. Oh, there's another two, right. Uh oh. The second judge, she has a big scar down her face. It's a big scratch. Okay. So she'll know exactly what I'm talking about then. You've just triggered her. In a good way. In a really bad way. So that's one judge for, one judge against. Right. You're gonna really need this third judge to be on board. And who is he or she? Hello, George. (laughs) Michael (laughs) Sarah. I can tell just by your voice. You sigh. Michael Sarah is an ex-boyfriend of Gary. Fuck of you. (laughs) Since when? Since when has that been part of the canon? (laughs) Oh boy, this really is turning out to be a messy Valentine's special. What are you of gonna? Course. What are you gonna do about it? I don't know. Is there anything else I can do? I mean, he's smirking at you slyly. Right? <laughs> is there any way you can win him over? Yeah, I point it out. Look, Michael. Just to break the fourth wall here for a minute, Mike. Fred, who's devised this hypothetical scenario that we're both in, has created another nemesis for me. Gary Funk. Do you really want to be sidelined to be to, to the history <laughs> books? Interesting. Okay. <laughs> do you want that? You're the nemesis. Gary Funk's taking over. He's gonna win. Wow. If you don't do something. You've driven Michael Seren into a really pathetic rage. <laughs> okay. He marches over to Gary Fuck yeah. and punches him as hard as he can. Wow, okay. Which nudges Gary's glasses slightly off his nose, <laughs> just incredibly gently. Yeah. Is Michael still fit to judge? He's He's been disqualified from yeah. turning. Okay, so it's even then now. One pro, one against. One pro, one against. Right. They go over to Gary Fuck's table. Wow, this is truly epic they say I really like what I'm seeing Yeah, these cheerleaders really are very beautiful mm-hmm. Gary Fuck well done this is looking like a first place Marvel set up is there anyone else in the competition says the woman with the scar yeah, classic. this has really helped me helped my mental health after being triggered by George's horrible horrible display which can't be that bad if she's immediately better you better think of something quick they're reaching down to pull out the rosette for first place. What about the other judge? What do they say? To put it on Gary's face, as is tradition. <laughs> With a pin? Or just a bit of sticky stuff? Blue tack. So the other judge is, is what? He's he's loving He He likes it as well, because uh, he, th- he thinks all well, the cheerleaders are so beautiful. Not as beautiful as the Rwandans, say Come in, <laughs> Rwandans! <laughs> You're just saying that to no one in particular? Come in. I'm saying it to the Rwandans in the toilet. I hope they can hear me. They don't speak English. That's why they misspelled your name. Uh-oh, no, better hurry. Five seconds until the rose lands. Right, well, Five. the toilet. Quick. Four. Qu- quick, come in, come three. back. Right, so the Rwandans come, come on over. Two. And then what? they start crying. What? The judge turns around. Oh no, there's loads of crying Rwandans. Yep. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're so moved by my peace. Wow. Well, he remembers to check his privilege. But in the small time that they were... Yeah, in the UK they've experienced some racism oh god <laughs> no, no, it's horrible it's horrible you yeah, know we've got a long way to go as a society and works of art like my marble piece are the only way we can combat that wow <laughs> it's literally the only way <laughs> so the only way so the racism is with marbles <laughs> exactly the randoms know that I know that and I think you judges know that as well don't you wow they both start crying as well yeah So I made this... and they give you the number Number one, Rosette. Yes, Rosette. I mean, not Rosetta. (laughs) Think of Rosetta Stone. (laughs) They give you the number one, Rosette. Get in, Gary. Fuck. Take that, you fuck. Starts crying. Good. He's really sad. Then in comes the man with the lab coat again. You're just a shit, Michael Sarah. Shit, Michael Sarah. You're just a shit, Michael Sarah. Is anyone going to get what that is? That's like a football chant or something, because. It's I don't job. know I don't know what that is. It, well, you get the gist of it though, don't you? Mm, well. The point is he's a cut price Michael Sarah. He was his own villain. <laughs> right, fine. He was his own man. <laughs> fine, fine. So he's crying and the man in the lab coat. Yeah. The mysterious man comes back over. Hello. Well done, he says. Well, well, well. Did well I follow done. your advice? I can't remember. What was it? Oh, you did, sir. Uh take away his strengths. Well I sorta of did that, I guess. The jellydi is weren't there. Cheerleading him. You see, Gary didn't love his marbles, but you, you did. Right. That's how you got into the Hall of Fame. My grandson really let me down. You're fuck senior. No. Or senior, senior. The name's Oak. Uh-huh. Professor. <laughs> Come on now, Gary. Let's go home. And he takes Gary by the scruff of his neck and takes him home in disgrace. <laughs> That's why he was called Gary. <laughs> That's why he's called Gary, yes. Well, Gary's a legend. Love Gary, in reality. Well, not this time. Well, i to took love him, I guess. He took it too far. Yeah. Ah, oh, so that, that's who the cheerleaders were. They were all the girls in the back of his car. Yes. Ah, uh, it's all coming together now. Professor Oak, his moral at the end of the story was completely unrelated to the advice he gave me at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I was supposed to get that. That um, I should love my marbles, but... Well, yeah. you didn't, he didn't need to tell you that, you already did. Yeah, okay, so I was going to win anyway, that's fine. Your heart rending speech at the end was about love. And Gary just cared about the power of his marbles. That's why he lost without his cheerleaders. Well, this has been an incredibly successful question because not only have I won and come out on top over my new rival, Gary Fuck, but we've cured racism. And no one can say that's insensitive because we've done it. If you were offended by this, <laughs> please write a viral tweet about us and hashtag it. Well, if we've learned anything today, it's that... Problems like racism can be solved with simple solutions like marbles. Yeah, look for the simple solution, guys, not that hard. Exactly. Alright, see you in hell, fuck. Valentine's Day. Here's another hypothetical scenario for you. You'll remember that last year you were required to host the Oscars. Yeah, I have a vague recollection of that night. It's funny how it's already been a year, but this year there's not going to be a host. As in, in reality, they decided just to forget about having a host. Oh, okay. Because Kevin Hart was going to do it, but he dropped out because he made some homophobic tweets. So now no one's going to do it. But they're thinking, you know, we did like that Fred guy, though, when he came round. Really? That's what they're thinking? Yeah. I okay, care. I don't see how, but fine. But instead of being the main host, we'll just ask him to present best picture. Maybe have a sort of bit of a monologue, get things going, and then announce best picture. 2019. Okay. Exciting stuff. Unfortunately, you've got a commitment. Because you've also been hired to be Meghan Markle's, quotes, doula. You know what that is? No. Well, apparently... It's a birthing companion, someone who can be by your side when you're giving birth to kind of comfort you, make you feel a bit safer, yep. a bit more relaxed, just smooth the process along. You've done a lot of work for the Royal Family. This is just the latest in a long line of stuff. Oh, well, it seems that way, doesn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they're, they're clashing, unfortunately. It's a bit tricky. Megan, though, comes to you. She says, You know, Fred, I actually really want to go to the Oscars. Maybe we can go there together. So you do. You fly over to LA to present Best Picture with Megan. Right. So she's in the audience. You're getting ready. Now here's what you need to consider. What are you going to bring with you to make sure that she's all right When she gives birth, or in general? Yeah, during the process of birthing a human. Let's see. Well, it can be quite messy, so some wet wipes, paper towels, Mm that kind of thing. Yeah. Let's see, some pincers to grab the baby, pull it out. Yeah okay, so we're taking full responsibility there, <laughs> oh, yeah, you never know what's gonna happen. A pair of scissors to cut you the um- cut the umbilical cord. yeah, um some cowpole to you know take the edge off when she's actually giving the birth or giving birth to the baby, yep, so that will help her feel ah okay, now it doesn't hurt anymore, okay, you know, uh she might get a headache, just have some cowpole that will cure her nappies and things when her water breaks. That sounds like you're pretty well prepared then. It's a good thing you are too because... Mazagine for her to read when she's giving the birth. Uh, Mazagine. Mazagine, yeah. Love those. And maybe a rattle for her to play with when she's giving birth and gets bored. Okay. Alright, well, you've been called up. Best picture, get ready. So I'm presenting the award for best picture? Yes. Just that? The centrepiece, yeah. Okay, fine. Have you prepared a speech? A, A speech? yeah. You've got to introduce the films. I'll tell you what they are. There's Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favourite, Black Panther, Black Clans. Bullock. Why is Black Panther in there? Well, I haven't seen Best it. Best Picture. Have you seen it? No, but <laughs> why would that be better than Miss uh, Affinity War? Why would it be better? Yes. Well, because the Oscars are constantly accused of being uh, hashtag so white, so they probably want to help so, themselves feel good about each other. Right. I haven't seen it. It's probably a right film, but I don't really like the Marvel ones that much. But yeah, it is a source of some contention. I gather Vice, A Star is Born, and Roma. don't think I've seen any of those. I've seen Green Book. So now that I've got those, what do I do with that information? Whoa! you've got to, you've got to present the award. You've got to introduce the film. Am I doing this in real time? <laughs> Are my following words going to be what they're hearing? Yeah. Okay, so I walk up to the microphone. <clears throat> one, two, one, two. Do you need to test it? This is quite far advanced in the evening. One, two. It definitely works. Everyone hear me at the back? Yes. I'm Brad Pete. C- can you not talk during the speech, please? Thank Woo! you. Brad. We love you, Freddie. Right. Great show last year. Welcome back. Get, get him out of here. No, nope. he's taken out by security. No, I'm not. So I'm off, Brad Pitt. Off, off he goes. I'm the king of Hollywood. He screams as he's dragged out Woo! the door. <laughs> well, off he goes. The king has left the building. Now I can get on with the evening. Thanks for coming, everyone. Uh, it's really nice of you to be here tonight and support me. And... Uh-oh, getting a bit of stage fright, <laughs> I think to myself.
1: <laughs> what are
0: you talking about? Can you shut up, please? Who is, who is that in the audience? We're not here to celebrate you. This right. Is, this is John Voigt. <laughs> says the guy who loves the sound of his own voice. Shut up, please. No, don't. I don't, should be don't. celebrating the awards. What? <laughs> I said... I said I should be celebrating the awards. You should be celebrating the awards? Go on then. Just sit there quietly and cheer. You don't have to shout. woo Get on with it. woo Well, I'd, I'd like to if you wouldn't fucking interrupt. Them, I'm Billy lies. Crystal. Billy Crystal as well? I- Why do none of you have any manners this year? I, I hosted it nine times. Well, well, they don't want you anymore, do they, mate? I retired. Oh, sure you did. woo hoo MJ? <laughs> Shamona! Shamona! Is that a real Michael Jackson or is that just an impersonator? It's uh, sadly just an impersonator. Okay, why is he here? There was a big stir everyone thought Oh my god, MJ's is back he's alive! <laughs> but, uh, Michael Jackson, Tupac and Elvis all <laughs> float in. Yeah. No, that would be cool. So you've been really derailed here. Right, so everyone just be quiet. Um, I'm going to do the awards now. Why are the films? Uh, just play the play the clip. <laughs> <clears throat> sorry, 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 there is no clip. The producer runs on stage. How are people going to know what the, what the films are? You have to tell them. Yeah, but they need a visual cue to know what, what happens. We're not doing that this year. How are people going to know then? You're going to tell them what the films are. Yeah, but just saying Black Panther, they might not realise what that is, or Green Book. Yeah, so I have to explain the film. So I have to tell them the plot of the film. Yeah, <laughs> just a brief synopsis. <laughs> okay. What's going on up there, man? Shut up. This is the... this. So the films are... Black Panther, the story of Wakanda, a mysterious land uh, in the Marvel Universe where the son of the king has to do the plot of Lion King. <laughs> the next film is Green Book, a film featuring, I want to say, Mah- Maharshala Ali. He's in a car at one point. Aragorn? Sure, says someone in the audience. Aragorn, fine. And well, I've seen this film, so I'm texting you while this is going on. Well, I, haven't got, I haven't got my phone on. Oh, well, that's... What, how much well, I- of Wakanda you, then? Well, you can't, I'm just going to have to do it like this. And his favourite colour is the name of the film. Next film is Vice, which is all about prostitution. We walked past it being advertised on the bus the other day. You said you thought it might be quite a good film. How can you know what it's about? It will be so wildly wrong. I don't remember that. You said you were impressed by, wow, that's Christian Bale in that makeup and prosthetics. <laughs> Who do you think he's playing? <laughs> you must have some inkling. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, <laughs> it's all about Dick Cheney there and George go. Bush starring your favourite actor, Christian Bale. Wait, oui, wait, oui, so it's, it's not about prostitutes? Right, you stand up. Stand up for the rest of them. <laughs> Of this, I believe. <laughs> so whoever said that, I don't know, Sylvester Stallone, he has to stand up in, and sort of be embarrassed. <laughs> okay, well. Like a naughty schoolboy. Now you're making it look like a really bad Sly Stallone impression, so thanks. Okay, next film was Can You Ever Forgive Me? Featuring Melissa McCarthy as... <laughs> is, is that on the list? <laughs> no. I don't Melissa McCarthy's in the audience. She got really excited. Oh, yes! Uh, I didn't know the film I was in was nominated. Ha, uh, ha, is... ha, Just a prank, bro. Got you. Everyone uh, laughs at her. So okay. I managed to play that one off as just a mean prank. <laughs> Me- incredibly mean-spirited prank. Right. How many films have I done? Uh, I Vice, think have No, Vice, Green Book. Oh, and... Black Panther. You've done three, yeah. Oh, Black Kakuka Landsman. Clues in the name with this one. I don't know who is it starring. It's featuring... The the role of a man who infiltrates the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, I saw but, that one as well, actually. But the twist is he's a policeman. So if you want to go, see, <laughs> if you want to go to see that, you can. And our final by now. Our final film of the evening is. Well, actually, you've got got about three more to go. <laughs> <laughs> Is is. Don't forget us. Don't forget our film we worked really hard on. Yeah, getting getting to you guys. Yes. Down there. Can't wait. Can't wait for you to mention Damn our mate, film. I'm squinting to try and see who that is, who's saying that. <laughs> well, he's English, apparently. In the audience. It is a f- historical f- flick. I'm sort of looking to the producer to see if he's nodding or shaking <laughs> his head at this point. Yeah, why not? Yeah, he, yeah. It is a historical flick that isn't starring Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Okay. as Everyone a forger who writes letters. <laughs> so, hang on. <laughs> so, on to our next film. Wait, wait, no, that's not our film. I assume you're talking about our film, the historical film. It's nothing to do with Middleton McCarthy and Forger. Yeah, I just said it's not that one. But, you know, it's the historical one. So, on to the next film. I thought you said... This is still the person in the audience speaking. I thought you said... <laughs> It didn't have Melissa McCarthy in it, but it was about forgery. No, it's, so it's a historical film that's not about those things. That's right, our film, The Favourite. Thanks so much for mentioning uh, it. That one, I did know that one, fuck. <laughs> uh, that was an easy one. Okay, uh, featuring Olivia Colman and other actors. Now, the t- last two films of the night, the best till last. Wait, or no. are they? I think you have three. Another three on top of that. Well, there's one, two, three, four, five. There's eight. Editor, clear those out, please. Thank you. There's... And that one, Editor. Thank you. There's eight nominated films. So you've covered The Favourite, Black Panther, Black Clansman, Green Book, and Vice. So you've still got three more to go. Do I definitely know the names of them? Well, yeah. Somewhere in your head, probably. And this other film features action and danger. And I was in it. And I was in it, I say. <laughs> Why are you copying what I'm saying? I was in the film. And me. Yeah, you shouldn't be talking down there. And also me. You shouldn't be down there talking. It is. I was in it. And I was in it. So was I. And I was in it. Featuring four of your favourite actors with accents. <laughs> but one of the accents has three English ones, one American one... <laughs> Perfectly delivered. I am an American and I was in this film. Oh, I. Um, the main character. It is. Us <laughs> three Englishmen were in the film as well. A historical film. Yeah, it was historical. It was a historical film. You know, recent history. And it's about s- sports. <laughs> it's not about sports. <laughs> I mean. They're shaking their heads <laughs> in the crowd. Slew <laughs> the dog there. <tongue, man. laughs> <laughs> I meant to say. The audience is a bit unsure at this point. They're I, not sure where they I meant laugh to on say. It. Politics. No. So it's about an art, a famous artist. <laughs> yeah, a kind of artist. From the past who was a dance singer. <laughs> yes, a singer from the past, yeah. Have I, have I gotten this far? <laughs> a famous singer from the past who. I played this role. Was in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah! And it's featuring <laughs> all your friends from Queen. <laughs> As featuring Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury go. uh, you got it you got it kiddo and that's the, the second last film of the night well, we, have two more. One, we have one pair <laughs> more films <laughs> one more couple of films which... the, produ- the producer's just on stage with you at this point just standing next to you filling it in uh. <laughs> and the next film uh oh I completely forgot about the other, the other point of this question. <laughs> I mean into labor. I'm just shaking my head. That's not a helpful clue. Um <laughs> okay. the, the the film <laughs> is a, I I'm a, giving birth. Where is my doula? Doula. Duloc from Shrek 5. <laughs> now the last film. Who who uh, <laughs> Wee, wee, wee. Waluigi? <laughs> no, it's a baby. It's just been born. Um, uh, sorry, uh, aud- I lean into the mic. O- audience, excuse me, please. Everyone's applauding. Yeah! Whoa! Why? A baby! Yeah! Well it's, done. It's off stage. No, she's in the crowd. Okay, well, I throw the rattle down. And-, <laughs> and the last film of the the last film of the night for the big curtain razor. sorry for hang on actually you haven't mentioned the other one it wasn't Shrek 5 oh the story of a love story that's rad yeah it's a love story yep between yeah, a, love story. a man uh, a woman yep and a half man half mermaid creature no nope, that was from two years ago or last year from director Guillermo Delftor <laughs> comes you hosted last year's Oscar. How can you not remember <laughs> the sequel to the last year's winner? Okay, right. Um, sorry, who, sorry. It's me, Bradley Cooper. Yep. And Lady Gaga as two love uh, lovebirds in um, my film that I was a so A star proud of. is born. Woo! The story of the Bible, featuring the uh, three kings and the star of Bethlehem. And Lady Gaga as the Three Wise Men. Okay. Well, they start progest. <laughs> they start progressing. <laughs> and the final film of the night. The producer just waves it on because you're running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fi- How many people are watching this? Uh, I don't know. 50 million, maybe. The final film of the night. It's declining. Well, it was declining. It's number one <laughs> film. It was declining viewing figures until last year when you hosted it and then boosted it massively. So it's about 100 million people tuning in. Right, so it's just a meme at this point. <laughs> this final film is another love story. And it's truly e- <laughs> epic. <laughs> the producer's shaking his head. No. Uh, and that's A Star is Born out of the way. So onto the final. Hola, film. hola. No, no. It's not right. No. I'm saying onto the last film now. Lo siento, lo siento. And it's Roma from... Vamos! Woo! Vamos! From the Japanese... Di- oh no, <laughs> that's Shoplifters. Is Shoplifters on this list? No. Why not? Because it wasn't. Maybe it's in Best Foreign Film. But Black Panther not Shop Shoplifters. Have you seen... And <laughs> apart from Shoplifters, we have Roma, the film about the Roma gypsies from <laughs> Romania and uh, well, other various areas of Europe in, no, in no. Rome. <laughs> no, no. Uh, featuring famous Spanish actor Antonio Banderas no no and oh uh and Javier Bardem no Anthony Hopkins plays the original Zorro who Antonio Banderas must be trained by in Roma no 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 es cierto no no shut up Guillermo <laughs> That's not true. <So>, <laughs> that's all the films for tonight the crowd is loving it <laughs> who 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 Hearing some woos there. Boo! Yeah. The people you got right. So, time time to open the golden envelope. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. And time to open it up. And the winner of best picture... Best film. The... Best... Oh, the stage fright's back. The... We're we're I us have a drink of water. I'm nervous. We're we're <laughs> God. Oh, God. What was that supposed to be? Oh, we're supposed to gargle it? I'm sorry. And oh. just spit out water all over the table. Water. And... Oh, my gosh. You <laughs> really are nervous. Pretty sp- <laughs> <strong>. the... <clears throat> the... The... The winner... God. Why are you choking up so badly now? Look, this is the easiest part, you just have to read off the envelope. The- oh no, the ink's running. The ink's running on the envelope because of the water. The winner is P- Big Fat Mama's House 2. <laughs> 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 Eddie Murphy is the artist. Everyone's applauding. <laughs> oh, <Rome. Rome. laughs> he goes up to a Blacklist Award. With the researchers of Eddie Murphy. i <laughs> <laughs> along with us. <house. laughs> Big Mama's House, because it's one of the Oscars. Look and, yeah. no at that there. It's a storm. <laughs> if you realise it's completely wrong. The entire, the entire audience is cheering. Nice. Well done, me. Well, yeah, you completely failed in your job as a doula, but you did. I well. get through the rattle. It was well after the paper was born. Yeah, so yeah, it was old enough to play with it. All right. Well, there you go. Big Fat Mama's House Two won the Oscar. About time. Two. So. It's just Big Mama's House. It, right? It's not Big Fat Mama's House. It's just Big Mama's House. Big fat mama's house. Could have sworn you said a big fat mama's house. Oh well, it's over. Well done, Eddie Murphy. Commiserations, everyone. Good for him. And now it's that part of the show where we reveal a special surprise. Mm-hmm. Today, for Valentine's, George and I have some lovely poems to share. Yep. Yeah. Pretty diverse think tank. Our output is very varied, so you're welcome. Okay, so this poem is called For My Greedy Freshly Grilled Patties Mm -hmm. A Love Poem by George I generated this online This was the result Roses are red Violets are blue The pig is greedy And so are you Orchids are white Ghost ones are rare A pole is greasy And so is your hair Magnolia grows with buds like eggs Flowers are varicose veined and so are your legs. Sunflowers reach up to the skies. My body is sweaty, and so are your eyes. Fox gloves in hedges surround the farms. Sea belts are blistered and hairy, and so are your arms. Daisies are pretty, daffies have style. The lantern is filled with chews and burgers, and so is your smile. A freshly grilled patties is beautiful, just like you. Hugh Barry, love George. Wow. So he's just constantly got chewed up burgers in his teeth, then basically? Yeah. Okay. So it's always something bristling away in there. Well, it captures how disgusting he is pretty well, I think. Would you like to share one of your spirit expressions with us? Yeah. Yeah, so all my poems are partly generated by a computer. Um, they've been edited by me slightly um, with input as well. This one's called Banana E Laughs. Wake up, plantain head! A frog bathes in so-sexy holes and caves. My member fiddles with horrible caravans. Will her childhood quiver in banana-y misery? Afternoon delight. Banging to the rhythm of banana boy's latitudes, his banana penis lingers on terrible screams. Banana towers over Indian lordship. Ah. But my hardship shines like a stupid banana. So you're right. It is just <laughs> uh, unintelligible, basically. Yeah. What's So what's the theme? Well, not even the theme. What's the the narrative of that? Uh, let's have a look. Well, a prominent motif that runs through it is bananas. Oh, I see. And their power over those who eat them. Right. So monkeys, humans, other animals. Mm-hmm. wake up plantain head I think in this world someone who eats plantain that's like an insult because you're why are you you eating plantain so there's a whole world building you should be eating bananas yeah right so the point is don't eat so many bananas banana penis banging (laughs) and and that's it who's it addressed to though it's not addressed to anyone so it's not a love poem exactly it's more like by lust I do have one uh, love poem but I'm saving that for lust okay my first two poems are by Banana Boy that's the poet I'd like to share something very close to my heart now. Okay, please do. This is. This poem is called George, Beautiful Day for a Burger. <laughs> Clumsily tread diagonally like a bishop on a chessboard. Yearn for Burger Barry's motorway burger van to drink sweaty the bleak midwinter seagulls, doing farts, preparing and then consuming massive tonnage of burgers. <laughs> Barry, again, somehow. Is overflowing with burger sauce. Eat more burgers if I put too much mayonnaise on my burger. Somebody, Barry, the fattest man in the world. Hard not to stare at you. Okay, so that's not very intelligible either. (laughs) The the end. You know what, I was off to a good start. So that's about Barry. Is that by me as well? Yeah, again, that's from your perspective, too, Barry. Right. Well, Barry's a lucky guy because right. I've got a love poem for Barry as well. For <laughs> God's sake. This one's by me, just literally me. It's called Love You Always. In summertime, our love is fatty, like gherkins floating in the breeze. In wintertime, our love is warm, it gorges from eyeball to toe. If skies are blue, our love is peckish, two people guzzling onion rings in the sun. If thunder rolls, our love is famished A refuge from the gourmand of rain When spring flowers bloom Our love is bold Like meaty petals on the grass When autumn leaves fall Our love is corrugated iron Shining bright like a harvest brioche bun From Barry's Discount Burger Week Till Clogged Arteries Awareness Sunday Our love will continue to chow down From season to season I love you always by one, my only, my greasy, wheezy woo. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> so none of that was generated. No, that Some one was... of it sounded really uh, well, it just didn't make any sense. Yeah, no, this this one was partly generated. Oh, but yeah. okay. Well, greasy, wheezy woo is a nice touch. Yeah, well, I had to edit it to make it sound more like a poem. Yeah. But, um, you know, it comes from the heart, that one. Oh, wow, it felt more tender than yeah. the last one. Yeah. Well, you have been busy today, George, because I've got another poem here by (laughs) you. For God's sake. So you didn't write any of these? Well, I I input all the data. Are they all about my love for Barry? That is a loaded question I'm not going to answer. Okay. This poem doesn't have a name. It just begins. I am good at podcasts and also a fast runner called George. I wonder about Burger Barry and his burgers. I hear the sizzling of burgers on the ground. I see a man who is fatter than the sun I want to bury my face in his mounds of flesh I'm good at podcasts and also a fast runner called George New stanza I pretend to look away I feel aroused and excited at the sight of his stench (laughs) The sight of it? I I touch the wibbly wobbly flesh of his neck like a big meat jelly I worry about Britain (laughs) leaving the European Union (laughs) I cry when your burgers are burned and yucky. I am good at podcasts and also a fast runner (laughs) and called George. I understand that you're a man and I am just a podcaster. I say, kiss me, kiss me every night. I dream about kissing those big burgers. I try and kiss those big burgers every day. I hope he stops beating me up and calling me a cunt. (laughs) I'm good at podcasts and also a fast runner and called George. (laughs) God, so that's that's... a cry for help that one that's slightly more emotionally complex yeah it's not as lovey dovey as some of the others we've heard from you today so if there's anyone you need to talk to you know sounds like there is yeah where did that where did you get that black eye george from barry (laughs) it's pretty clear from the poem he beats me up calls me names (laughs) Well, he, call- he just calls you a cunt, nothing else. <laughs> right. He abuses me verbally and physically. That's right. This incredibly fat man. And was that one generated as well? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Well, pretty much every line I just had to like, put in a verb. So. Yeah. Well, if any English teachers or even geography teachers would like to use our poems in class and discuss them yep. as a talking point for educational purposes, you can contact us, gmail.com. We'd be glad to support you. In your classrooms? Yeah, just feel free to use them. Um, But why not send in your analysis as well? We want to hear what you think about them. Yes. Tell us what we, the writers, really meant. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, there you go. What a lovey-dovey episode. Mm. The tunnel of love is coming to an end. Let's hope you got a kiss somewhere along it. We've had marbles. We've had newborn babies. Thrills, spills and automobiles. And several poems by me about my love for Barry. If that doesn't get you in the mood for romance, I don't know what will. So good luck, boys and girls. Have a good Valentine's Day. You should be flying at full mast by now. If you're not, there's something wrong with you. Get that flag at full mast. Get that basement flooded. (laughs) Have a good old Valentine's Day. I know I will. Don't do anything we wouldn't do.